passion, talent, influence. That's what we're here to recognize. A movement that lives right in our own backyard. Southwest Florida. So put your glasses up. Let's give a toast. Toast to the innovators. Toast to the creators. Toast to the go-getters. The people who wake up every day with a passion to create. Not for themselves, but for the benefit of the community. A community that has no limits. So let's kick back and toast to the good fellas. Welcome to Toast to the Good Fellas, episode nine. Episode first, nine. first time recording EQ, recording two three nine. Man, it is a blessing to be here. Definitely a blessing to be here, man. Like the studio is on point. Like the the decor is on point, man. All the equipment is on point. Like as soon as you step in here, you know it's a vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know that you know it's definitely a vibe, and we by we expanding, getting better, getting. Better for y'all to enjoy. We want y'all to enjoy this content, man. And you know, it's it's growing for sure. And bro, Alan, this is I about to get emotional, man. Okay. <laughs> Don't get emotional, <laughs> bro. Bro, yeah. but this is like legit the first podcast we recorded in yeah. 2020, dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is number one. Number this one. Is number Damn, one. I feel special. This is actually this it, number one, bro. Yeah, man, man, I feel special. It's crazy. Yeah. But um, you want to introduce our guest? Yeah, 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 man. Um, our guest tonight is has um. A great app he developed and help college students and anybody who could we live right now get much of the younger graphic to college you know or they just got out of college and um, this app that my dog will our dog will <laughs> invented is absolutely amazing and I feel that more people need to know about this to spread the word so we wanted to bring him on and also he can have hold down any conversation too um, yeah, I mean, all the time we were in class talking shit. I remember um, uh, the Twitter, whenever I, when I think I retweeted something about um, <coughs> the UPS driver being killed. Um, oh, yeah, Rest yeah, in yeah. peace yeah. to uh, Frank Ordonez, I think was his name, so yeah. rest in peace to him. Um, rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, man. And um, I think I retweeted something where there's controversy on one of the cops. Um, took fall. Yeah, they were violent, violent and violent. I, I didn't think so. I didn't think I think that they took all the oh. right precautions, you know? But he can hold down any conversation, you know, and like right, right, right. that's what's up, man. That's why that's what me and Nick, you know, want to see. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and and besides the fact that he's crazy talented, like he's an intellectualist, man. This, this really man ha- has swag. He has work Ooh. ethic, man. <laughs> like this dude yes. is an all around entrepreneur, man. We we <laughs> yo, we gotta gas you up, man. Yes. You are you are not only you are our Appreciate guest, it. but Southwest Florida needs to know the type of people, type of talent that we have here. Tell yeah, them who you man. are, bro. Well, introducing. <laughs> drum roll, drum roll. I had to get the African drum just to let y'all know where my people come from. Hey, everybody. My name is Will Buno. I am the founder and CEO of Valley Technologies, LLC. Um, and pretty much what Valley is, is a marketplace where users can buy and sell parking spot reservations to and from each other to ensure parking convenience. So, um, and we'll get a little bit more into it in, later in the podcast after we, you know, have a conversation about it. But I can, you know, let people know exactly how it works and how you can get involved and how you can start taking your time back and making money just by getting a good parking spot. So, let's get it going. Yeah. That's dope, man. Um we want to kind of move along in terms of like how what brought you to Southwest Florida? Like what are you what are you doing now? What brought you here and what how you think about the area? Yeah, my family. So, um essentially I moved here during high school, um the ending of high school, graduated from here from Eastley County High School. Um and then from there, um, I went to Florida Gulf Coast, obviously. Um, went to there 2013, graduated December 2018. Um, started as a business management major. Um, felt like I, was, I wasn't doing too well as a business management major. I felt like I wasn't reaching my full potential. Um, honestly, because I felt like I was doing something I didn't want to. I used to envy the nursing kids, how dedicated they will be to like, you know, you see how they walk around yeah, with themselves. Yeah, you do see them. Only yeah. friends. Yeah. Their only friends mm-hmm. are people who are nursing majors as well. They yeah, walk around man. with the roller backpacks and all that <laughs> stuff. And I used to wonder, like, dang, they disappear, like, from the face of the earth, like even if they're in organizations, Greek led organizations, doesn't matter. Yeah. They disappear. And it's like, I want to be that dedicated to something that 
as much. You know, I want to be that dedicated yeah. to a major and feel like I'm going to school for something like, hey, guys, I want to yeah. do that. I always had love for business, mm-hmm. um, but I always wanted to start my own business, right? Mm-hmm. I never really wanted to work for anybody. I realized I always wanted to be an entrepreneur um, based off of my old entrepreneur um, ventures. You know, I used to, uh, you know, make music myself, you know, rap, uh, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I used to what was your rap name, bro? Nah, nah, same thing, man. It was Chill Will, you know what I'm saying? It's Chill hey, Will, Big bars, Will. Bro. You feel me? You feel me slim down now, but it's, it used to be <laughs> Big Will. This so, man slimmed down for real, man. We need a before and after Yeah, we're, pick, ju- we're just talking so about that see. actually um, before we went live. How all of us have been losing weight, and shout yeah. out to Woody, he's out there too. Yep, yep, um, yep. Shout out to all of us, man. <laughs> listen, listening in live. Lifestyle. Yeah, man, it's a yeah. grind. It's we, a oh, yeah, man. Um, it's a, the health. Health is important, man. That you've definitely slimmed down a lot, bro. And mm-hmm. it's truly yeah. an inspiration when you see, you know, that type of transformation, you know, in somebody, you know, yeah, and like you know, changing their lifestyle, man. yeah. Simultaneously, man, it was. I think everything I worked at everything at the same time, whether it be professionalism, my education, I was graduating at the same time as working on my spirituality, trying to get closer to the most high. You feel me? So it was mm-hmm. a whole different situation. Um, and it all just fell in line with the fitness. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, opened myself up to change and opened myself up to discipline. Yeah. And it was like once I got that regimen and understand, okay, I need to be doing this every day. Mm-hmm. I need to wake up in the morning, eat this every day. I need to make sure, you know, I need to start doing different things. I know my body's gonna plateau. Let me not let it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and, you know, yeah. fast and do different things, you know what I'm saying, getting closer um, 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 to in tune with my body. Mm-hmm. So um, from there, you know, now I'm down 140 pounds. Bro, you know what I mean? So it's like, boy. So like, yeah, yeah, it's a lot, man. 140 pounds Bro, down, man. So hashtag like self love, right self-love, there. Self love, man. Self love. Everything you're talking about just all encompasses the the idea of self love, man. Because when it, it seeps into every part of your your life, you mm-hmm. like you were saying, like your business, your professional life, your personal, your spirituality, everything. Mm-hmm. So like. I encourage, I think we all encourage you all, our fans, to at least go out every day, 30 minutes, some type of activity. Exactly. Um, that's all That's all you need to do, 30 minutes. It'll get you out there, get your heart pumping, and you know, you, you'll love yourself even more than you mm-hmm. love yourself now. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's definitely true. But I want to go back into <laughs> yeah. some of the things you were talking about. What's up? Um, so... We all graduated from FGCU. Yeah. Shout out to class of 2018. 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2018, we out. We got you. We're making moves. Hey, no, I was 2018. I forgot. I was thinking about it. We're in my 2018, dude. I'm 2018, too, bro. We all got out at the same time, man. Bro. So how was growing up in Southwest Florida, man? I didn't really grow up too much. I really grew up in Broward County, so that's why Okay, so that's totally different. That's a little different story. How was your experience while living here in Southwest Florida? How was my experience? Yeah, yeah. That's a better question. My experience here was different. Actually, you know what? Now looking back on it, it's very unique. When yeah. I first got here, it was nothing, man. It was nothing. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is here? They were still building on <laughs> Colonial Boulevard. They were yeah. still doing all these types of things. Walmart was, you know, the, pretty much the only Walmart in the area. Mm-hmm. And the other one was in Lehigh. Um, and I was living in Lehigh as well. And I was like, wow, there's nobody here. I went from Broward County where kids were on the street every day. We used to go outside, play football, play basketball. You could do something. You'll meet somebody to an area where it was like nobody, ghost town. Yeah. Uh, I walked the streets, I know, for like a whole week um, every day after school. Walk the streets to see if I saw any kids at all, any age. I promised. I waited, <laughs> and I didn't see anything. And I was like, dang, this is the area that I'm in. So that actually kind of forced me to be more creative on the inside mm-hmm. um, and, and start doing different things. So I had the time to you know, gain skills. Actually, not looking back on it, I had the time to gain skills that I actually use today, such as like Photoshop. Uh, I downloaded a legal version of that and I, you know what I'm saying, when I was in high school. And I had nothing else to do because I wanted to you know, make my mixtape cover because um, I was trying to drop a mixtape. Yeah. So it was Eastly like, County, I'm not going to pay anybody. Stand up. You know what I'm saying? So I, I didn't pay anybody. So I just taught myself how to make photoshops and make um, um, digital images and Mm -hmm. taught myself digital marketing and Mm -hmm. um, just went through that whole process and from that time to now um, to this day it helped me a lot because it actually helped me cut down a cost in um, developing the app um, and the time in developing the app as well because I knew how to work with Adobe Photoshop Mm -hmm. which is very similar as far as the art boards on um, Adobe XD which is a prototyping for your mobile app development or web development Mm -hmm. or whatever you want to do it you can make prototypes on that which I send to my developer which we work hand in hand with Mm -hmm. and you know if you could design it you know, he doesn't have to envision it. You, you know, yeah, it's a lot yeah. quicker. It's like, okay, this can work. This this is how it works. Okay, cool. You know, it's less money on mm-hmm. your end. So definitely cutting down on the overhead if you can gain a little bit of skills, yeah. such as Photoshop or certain things like that, if you ever want to go into app development mm-hmm. at all. So, yeah. You, you could definitely attest to this. Like, typically when someone's designing an application, there's a team of people working mm-hmm. on that application. 
At least yeah. from what I know. Yeah, in, in and a the, sense. And, and the fact that, you know, you could cut down on that overhead and you could pretty much do a lot of the things on your own. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. I was reading an article earlier today on how they're talking about, like, the, the age of marketing is kind of at its peak. And mm-hmm. that it may it may shift dramatically over the over twenty twenty. Yeah, but I don't believe that because there's so many people learning different aspects of marketing and different skills. Like not only just being able to craft a message, but design that message too using yeah. like applications like Photoshop and Adobe Lightroom and things like that. So I just think that you know the ability to you know ground yourself in an area like Southwest Florida and practice those skills and mm-hmm. gain those skills is super important. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people you know miss that uh, when they're growing up here or when they're like living here, mm-hmm. they miss the opportunity to just you know learn something, like exactly. take the take the area in, learn something, see what you can do in the environment that you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, um, part of it is being open minded, and uh, for a young person, especially like in college or something like that, it's hard to realize, you know, just to like oh, make you know the city like try to make fun of the city when there's there's not really much to do, you know, in that yeah, in, mm-hmm. in, in that norm. But you know, you, you got to go out and create, you know, and um, that doesn't necessarily yeah, exactly doesn't necessarily necessarily mean that you got to go and make your own business, but makes an impact mm-hmm. to the community. You know what I mean? And um, it's all about, you know, it's not all about it, but a big <coughs> part of it is the people you surround yourself with. Exactly. You know, and um, we're all part of a fraternity and stuff. We have mm-hmm. our respective reasons why, you know, mm-hmm. we joined it mm-hmm. and everything. But um, that has helped us, you know, kind of expand our, our knowledge and mm-hmm. open our minds, you know, to create something, you know, with the community that we have here. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, I'm from Miami. I'm from a big city, this mm-hmm. and that. But guess what? You're not there anymore. You're over here exactly. in Fort Myers. So you want to create something, you know? Yeah, yeah, to yeah. make fun because you have to be here as G-shit. far as, you know, school, which G-shit. is actually kind of beautiful because FGCU is such a new school yeah. that we were, we literally were the blueprint of what students would be doing. Now yeah. students are doing, you know, a completely different thing, obviously, because, you know, the opioid epidemic. And I'm not going to say it's because of that. You know, but these kids, they on something, man. These kids are on something now. Yeah. So it's like they don't want to come outside. They want to stay inside and get high all day. And it's like, that's cool. And all, but it's like we're not gonna get any, gain any experiences right. being inside all day. It's like you got to go out there and get that, and that's where you really get the money in this app development thing. Because mm-hmm. it's a whole different way you can start developing now, as far as creating businesses. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the lean startup method, where the lean startup method is basically where you find a problem, then you validate that problem, then you actually, um, when you validate that problem, you start asking people, ask questions like, "Hey, what do you usually do on a daily day basis on how do you actually create this thing? Yeah. You know, how do you solve your solution? You know, you have a parking problem right now. How, what do you do on a daily basis? When mm-hmm. you wake up early in the morning, you know what I'm saying?" And get ready 25 minutes early, you know, leave 30 minutes early mm-hmm. in order to get to the spot. You call a friend, a friend says, Hold on, I'm holding your parking spot. What is your method that you're doing right now? Yeah. I have to figure that out to see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Then from there, I created you, you create a solution. You let the people tell you create the solution. Then mm-hmm. you create it, refine it, pivot. You, you know, just keep moving forward. And you're gonna move, you're gonna move back, you're gonna fall back, there's gonna be setbacks, people mm-hmm. are gonna hit you with different curveballs, but it's all about asking questions. Yep. You know, when I was in a psychology class, they said the difference between uh the problem with uh, a lot of adults today is because they tell children stop asking. Asking questions yeah. and with entrepreneurship as far as innovation and pushing society forward you have to ask questions Absolutely. and the problem is is like when you're a kid and they tell you stop asking questions when you start growing up you're scared to ask questions exactly. so you ever be in the class when students are sitting there and it's like oh anybody has any questions yep and there's it's no like questions. no you know what I'm saying it's like anybody has any questions everybody want to get out everybody want to get out exactly it's like does anybody and everybody doesn't know anything and everybody walks out it's like I don't know what he was talking about but yeah. everybody's scared to ask questions because that's what they were told is to not ask questions so mm-hmm. now it's like society will never move forward but the people who do ask questions become mm-hmm. the millionaires the billionaires yeah. the so start asking questions, you, people. You want you want to learn. You got to be annoying and ask. Yeah, and, and low key, speak up. low key. I hated that dude, or you know, that, that always asked a question at the end of class. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. ask the question in the middle of the class, bro. Mm-hmm. Don't wait till the last second mm-hmm. to ask the question because we're gonna be here twenty minutes extra. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just, I have no problem with asking questions, but mm-hmm. ask them earlier in class. Bro. Yeah, ask them when you need them. But you know, at the end of the day, always ask them. At the end of the day, just always ask them to get proper understanding, proper knowledge. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people run with a lot of propaganda. Yeah. A lot of people run with a lot of false information. And it's like you don't want to build a you know a certain perception of something when you can actually you know get the proper understanding of things. So, yeah. so I want you guys, I want you to kind of take us through you know the journey of creating the Valley app. So the journey of creating the Valley app, man. Um, 
started off as an idea. Um, like I said, the Lean Startup Method came up with the problem. Not came up with the problem. It was a class, actually, in uh, Intro to Entrepreneurship. Um, no, no, not a lie. Entrepreneurship and Creativity. Mm -hmm. um, that was a class that we were in, and it was basically a class assignment. He walked in. He was talking about being innovative um, and creating um, solutions for a problem. Uh, so we, he asked the whole class, you know, what's the biggest problem on campus? Immediately, everybody said parking, um, without a doubt, unanimously. Um, so from there, everybody was experiencing parking problems. So we all had to come up with solutions. We were broken into groups and teams. Me and Alan were actually in the same yep. team. Um, mm -hmm. We were coming up with different ideas. People were coming up with, like, a new parking garage, or people were coming up with the idea, like, you know, um, a way to, like, store cars differently or whatever it may be, mm -hmm. but it had to be feasible. So the test of the day was talking about feasibility. Yeah. So it's all about um, feasibility basically means what you can do with the resources that you have right now. Mm -hmm. So about, like, you can say you want to build a parking garage, but what if you don't have the money for a parking garage? Mm -hmm. You have, exactly. you know, $2 million, $3 million right now to build a parking garage and get some land for that stuff? Mm -hmm. No, you don't. So it's not a feasible idea. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So what's something that's most tangible where you can say, you can, I can, you know, in this moment in my life, being, you know, me, myself, 24 years old, you know, what can I can have access to using the you know, resources that we have in, you know, 20, uh, at the time when I built it, uh, 2017 when I was starting, you know, thinking about uh, building it. Um, so from there, it was just a situation of just trying to figure out, okay, I have the idea, um, what's the next step to the process? So I went to the entrepreneurship um, building um, from there. Um, I uh, I told them the idea of what I'm going on. They helped me go through it, checked out the pains, the gains. Um, so I went to the uh, uh, runway program, went through that with the idea, um, and just went through their whole program and their process. And it was a beautiful incubator. Um, so I recommend any person who's listening to this or anybody who promotes Southwest Florida mm -hmm. um, to go to... Um, to, to actually go there and uh, uh, and see what they're actually doing over there, man. Mm -hmm. They're actually building, they're helping students actually create businesses and, you know, create things, generate revenue right now in college. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, man, it gets to a point where I had to pay for school out of pocket. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like at this point, you know, going through the one-way program, I was awarded $17,500 through their program, and I was able to basically build my mobile application and the website and pay somebody to do the maintenance for that stuff and, you know, designs and certain things like that. Um, so everything that I pay for, trademarks, um, so, you know, the intellectual property of your business you want to you know get that you know sound um so a lot of that stuff is what came into that came out of that money yeah. um so that situation right there is where i felt like you know uh uh the fgc runway program is such a beautiful program to help students start a business and do this all for free it's equity free you know what I'm saying? Awesome, they do this man. they do this just to build the program and it's like they just want students to come to the school mm -hmm. and experience this and if you're a student there you can just go there and experience this yeah. so it's like i definitely challenge people to go out there and do that so that's what i did and i went through that process and found a developer who was able to build it and from there that's um I, I built the website went from the website to the mobile application and now we just finished developing the mobile application um November 2019 and it's launched on the app store so it's valet val-a stands for valet anywhere basically meaning that you can have that valet type of convenience that valet type of service that valet type of you know uh, 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 treatment anywhere uh, you want Pretty much. I know where I'm going to park right now. I don't mm -hmm. have to think about, you know how Valley people pull up? They're like, yeah. I don't have to worry about, you know, parking anywhere. I can I can just pull up at Valley. They're going to park my thing yeah. for me. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to think about the... $45 exact, in Miami. <laughs> for $45 in Miami, but what if it's you can do it now? Though. What if you can do it now for yeah. a less, lesser price? You bro. feel me? What if you... Okay, so yeah. $45 in Miami for the convenience, right? Because yeah, all Valley parking is really doing is selling convenience yeah. at the end of the day, right? Yeah. They're saying like, hey, I'll park your car for you so you don't have to go through the stress of finding a parking spot. Bro. You know, go ahead and enjoy yourself and go in and do your thing. What I'm saying is saying, I could do the same thing for you, but this Digitally, and you guys can make the money to do that stuff now. It's like, because, you know, if you're leaving the parking lot at a certain time, you know exactly what time you're leaving. And a person knows when they're actually going to be pulling up around that time. Let's say you're going to a dinner place, right? Mm -hmm. And you get there, you get there at 5. You know you're going to be eating for about 2 hours. You know you're going to leave around 7 o'clock, 7.30, the ladies. So you put 7.30 on there, and you post it up. You post your parking spot up for auction. And then you, uh, Alan logs in and basically says, hey, I'm going to that same restaurant around 7.30. And, mm -hmm. you know, I say, I know I want to have reservations around 7.30, 7.45. I want to be parking around 7.30, you know, get my situated and get into the situation from from that um, aspect all you have to do is log into the app see that you're selling your parking spot for a certain number or whatever bid you started in and it's a bid it's an auction so it's pretty much um, whatever the demand is going for the rate so you can say you know what I think right now this parking spot we worth two bucks you know Alan says you know I'll give you four bucks for it and then let's say you know Johnny across the street says you know man I need a parking spot right now I'll give you seven bucks for it mm -hmm. you know and it's all about a bid you know what I'm saying the yeah. next person is all about who wants it the most it's valuable mm -hmm. to somebody and you can yeah. get the maximum value out of it by utilizing this mobile application of your parking spot something that you would never have ever ever made money off of ever in your life 
now you can make money off of. It's yeah, a parking spot. All That's you have to awesome. do is just have a vehicle and park somewhere. So, but yeah. um, I, I kind of want to get back to the part where you said um, mm-hmm. you you're bidding and you're outbidding. Yeah. So essentially, you're creating a competition between between students that um that <coughs> try to come in and try to find parking because you know that 10:30 a.m. class hits and you know on Tuesday Thursday <laughs> you know and it, it, everybody got that shit you know exactly. Um, so what happens if you're always getting outbid? Always getting out bidded, then, then I mean, you got to be a better bidder. Yeah, they, they, don't have, they don't have the money to spend. What do you mean? Then you don't get the parking spot. You don't get the parking spot. You don't win. They're gonna hate the app. They're gonna they're gonna go ahead and delete the app. Though. They what could you find a you different parking spot. You don't always win. So think about eBay. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. So think about eBay, man. You didn't always win an auction on eBay. Yeah. Did you stop trying to get the item that you? No, you just find another part yeah. item. That's what it is. They like, sell more, but they, they sell they sell multiple things in like different industries. Though we're what? here trying to find parking. So what, to, what I'm asking, I'm just curious. Okay. You know, like if someone gets outbid. Okay. You know, so um. You just bid on another parking spot. Another parking spot, and you can use it obviously. Or the same parking campus, spot yeah. if you want to. Uh huh. Honestly, if you get outbid, it's gonna tell you, you got outbidded, and then from there you're just gonna basically bid on another, you bid on the same parking spot if you want yep. that parking spot until the auction is up. It's a timer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So whenever that time is up, so you say if you're leaving at 7:30, the timer's up at 7:30 at the yeah. moment. You know what I'm saying? So it's like from there, then you have 30 minutes in order to you know get the situation before it basically you know auto charges you for the transaction. You so know, it's like you know just you know actually I actually thought of the positive of that too. Yeah, what's up? Um, it could encourage students to actually get to class. Oh, on, on time, time. exactly. <laughs> yes. There's so many social yes, benefits. Bro, okay, it's all okay. about planning. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. You I'm glad you explained it. I'm, if you're I'm, a planner, yeah. If you're an early riser, yeah. If you, you know, if you're that type of person who wakes up at 8 a.m. and goes to class, and you know, by the time it's 9:30, I know at Luckers Hall building, you know, Garage Four at FGCU, mm-hmm. that parking garage was crazy. Mm-hmm. So if you had an 8 a.m. class, I know at 9:30, that parking spot was gold. You can make five bucks off of that real mm-hmm. quick. First floor by the elevator, you're definitely making five bucks off of that real quick at little FGCU. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but imagine the FGCU only has what fifteen thousand students, sixteen thousand students now. You talk about universities at like UCF who have like sixty six thousand to seventy thousand students, certain things like that. Mm-hmm. You have FIU who has like twenty six, twenty seven thousand students. You have like FAU who has basically like twenty around like the same around around the same amount, like twenty thousand plus students. And there's all these universities are in Florida, yeah, right here. A lot of major universities with a lot of students are right here in Florida. Yep. There's, there's a lot of testing grounds that you could work with. So working with FGCU, if I can actually, you know, solidify uh, agreement with FGCU, that would definitely be a, 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 a stepping stone to moving toward other universities, especially yeah. when it comes down to um, getting a, you know, state contract or certain things like that. Um, yeah, for sure, man. I def I definitely be a part of. Uh, if I was still in school, I'm not in school anymore. Mm. We're in, we're all not in school. It's like, yeah. yo. Yeah, man, those days I, commuting, bro. I'll pay for convenience, bro. Always pay for convenience, bro. Yeah, G shit, trying to get on mm-hmm. class on time, you know, mm-hmm. making sure you're caught up. Mm-hmm. Speaking of convenience, yo, my dad didn't believe in paying for convenience mm-hmm. until I like I started showing him that how valuable this convenience your time is. Because he, yeah, because he's always like, I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. I'm like, okay, you do it yourself. I'm gonna go over here and do my thing mm-hmm. because I got the time. Mm-hmm. Exactly, <laughs> you know? exactly. It's all about time. People don't understand. The most valuable resource out here is time. I remember I watched the J. Cole interview on the Breakfast Club when he was talking about how much your how valuable your time is. He was mm-hmm. like, "Is $10 worth your time? Is $15 worth your time? Do you feel like an hour of your life is worth $15? And when I was looking at that, I was like, nah, an hour of my life is not Damn. worth $15 kind of situation. And I was like, and that's when I was young, you know, and I yeah. watched that whenever it came out. So from there, I was like, man, it's the mindset that you change. You follow different entrepreneurs. Like when I watched Dame Dash's interview on the Breakfast Club, um, I, when he was saying that, you know, you're not a boss, and he was telling people you're not a boss. And I was like, yo, I, I had to change my perspective of what a boss he, is. He got you know, a lot of people make fuck. you feel like a manager is a boss. A boss is not a manager. Yeah. A manager is a manager. Yeah. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? is not a boss. It's a manager. It's somebody who manages the business for the boss when the boss is away because mm-hmm. the boss doesn't have the time to manage this little section. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> so sure. don't let nobody ever fool you that he's the boss. They're not the boss. You know who the boss is because when the boss comes through, the manager gets shit. So do you feel um that... Um, everybody should kind of be a part of entrepreneurship at one point in their life. I definitely believe you should take some type of form of entrepreneurship. Definitely, you never know what's going to hit. Mm-hmm. I think you have to experience life, mm-hmm. and when you start experiencing things, you start realizing there's a lot of pains, there's a lot of gains out here, and there's a lot of opportunities. Right? It's all about entrepreneur. Anybody can be an entrepreneur in my in my mind. Anybody yeah. can be an entrepreneur some way, shape, or form. Doesn't you don't have to be a multi-millionaire, billionaire. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not going to get to that level. Everybody's not going to have an idea or a business that's going to get to that level or that's such of a need or a problem, you know, that hasn't existed. 
yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. that they can get to that level. You know, Facebook made that because it was like social media was like, oh, we didn't know what that was. Yeah. They created that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now everybody kind of mo- mimics the Facebook model as far as social media aspect of certain things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it comes down to like Google as well, search engines. There was different search engines before that, but the way Google did it was a whole different way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Everybody's not gonna hit like yeah. they hit. And it, it could be simple things too. Like <laughs> exactly. Think, think about the pop socket. Look exactly. how va- like popular the pop socket is on uh, cell phones nowadays. And they they were able to branch out to dip to a bunch of different things. Like but now they got car mounts and things. And it definitely hit. And now you see a bunch of different models of the. But pop that's socket. a big that's a big hit though. I'm talking about even something small like you know you you, you grow flowers. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta, you, you just know how to grow flowers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got a good garden in the back of your house. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. pretty big, and you like to do that stuff. And you're like, damn, yeah. I have too many flowers. I have to regrow some other things. Cut some out. Yeah. Start selling this to some people. Yeah. Like, hey, I got these flowers. You know, make a little website because mm-hmm. you can do that with a Wix account. You can do that with a, you know Weebly or something like that. Yeah. You can make a real quick website. Mm-hmm. You can pay somebody to make it from stra- scratch if you wanted to. That's what I did. I paid somebody to make it from scratch because I had to do certain different automation into it, um, which you couldn't find on those uh, those generic you know website makers. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can do that if you just need to have a landing page or some information or you want to sell some things. Make a Shopify account if you want to start selling them online. Yeah. I tell people it's so easy to start being an entrepreneur. And people really don't is. even understand. And it's like everybody wants to, you know, I, and I feel like our community, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, if, I, if I may speak, for our community as far as entrepreneurship, yeah, you know, part the, of the, Hispanic, the Hispanic and the black community to mm-hmm. say that. I feel like you need to step away from the basics. You know what I'm saying? When mm-hmm. I mean the basics, I mean everybody and their mama's selling hair right now. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody and their mama's selling a bundle right now. And it's like, it's too saturated. Selling it's coquito. Too, it's selling coquito. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? In the Hispanic community, in the Latin community, everybody's selling coquito around the holiday time. Yeah. Everybody's selling wings and fries. Everybody's selling food. You got to have a niche. Then there's people who's selling like different kind of niches in different environments, such as, yeah. you know, when they had Gulf Coast Creole at the time, when, you know, there was no Haitian food near the FGCU campus. Nobody wanted to drive 30 minutes to do that. Now you have 876 Eats, you know, Ashley doing her thing. And it's like, no Nobody wants to drive, you know, 30 minutes into Fort Myers in order to leave the campus to get, you know, some good Jamaican food. Yeah. And she's, she knows how to cook it because she's from there and mm-hmm. she makes money doing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's that simple. There's a girl named Jade Strings at FGCU who made, who, when I first got there, when I first heard of her, you know, she made, she was already making $60,000 for the year off just playing her violin with her group. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They make it, they do like a little orchestra, a little harmony thing. They do all this for like events and weddings and all that stuff. Yeah. But she already made 60 bands by herself. No FGCU entrepreneurship help. Yeah. Like, and she went over there to make even more money. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, yo. And she's still in school. Yeah. So it's like, what? It's like she don't even graduate yet. They're making so much money because of the way entrepreneurship is out here. So I feel like mm-hmm. our community needs to step away from the basics. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If everybody's doing, you know, coquito, everybody's, you know, making this. It's like, nah, man. Mm-hmm. Think about developing a mobile application. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to go the route I did. You know what I'm saying? But find a problem. Mm-hmm. Try to create a solution. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't make the solution before the problem. Don't put the cart before the horse. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The chicken didn't come before the egg. Or yeah. We don't know. Maybe. And, and, to, <laughs> and to everybody that's listening, like even before even finding the problem, to be able to do that, you have to get outside of your own head. Get out. You know what I mean? You have to take the risk on yourself. Who else is going to take the risk on yourself if it's not you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The minute you decide to get out of your own head and try something new is going to be the minute you're going to change your life forever. And that's how I believe, man. The first time like I, I got outside of my own head, and I was like, you know what? I can't keep thinking the same way and doing the same things every single day. I have to try something new. Mm-hmm was the minute my whole life changed. Exactly. You know? and, and you find those things, you find those problems, and then you, you find the solutions to those problems, and you yeah. go from there. Exactly. So it's, that, it's super important yeah. to like take that risk on yourself yeah. and, and, shout out and to, to create. You know, and, and yeah. so, um, it's, not, it's not easy for a lot of people, well, for a lot of people to, or just go and take the risk. You know, a lot easier mm-hmm. said than done. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. You know? definitely. The thing you want to yeah. talk on to yeah. that is that, you know, if you're young, mm-hmm. you have no kids, you're not married, you're a single person, mm-hmm. go do it. Try it. There's no you excuse. Never know. There's no like. Yeah. If you get a degree already, and you're like, you know, I want to try building the business. I want to start, you know, doing a podcast. I want to start developing a mobile application. Mm-hmm. I want to start recording music, become a rapper. Mm-hmm. You got something to fall back on. You got a degree now. Now you're somebody in society, technically to society. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So now you can go get. You can go ahead and get a job. Pretty much at any point. So take two years, take a risk if you can. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Build something up. Try to do something because if you do it younger, it, the better. Because you don't want to be married and you go through a divorce when you're trying to stay, you know, chase your dreams. And now she's all, yeah. you know, he or she is all in your pockets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Trying That's to get into it. It's like, hey, I'm just trying to, you know, live my life the best way possible. Yeah. And it's like you don't want to do that. You want to do that young. You don't want to have kids where you want to chase your dreams. And yeah. all of a sudden, it's like, you know, not to say you can't chase your dreams with kids or be married. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying you don't want to have those type of barriers where you can move fluid. You know what I'm saying? You just want to mm-hmm. be able to move fluidly. So. Yeah. If you're young and you don't have no kids, mm-hmm. you're not married, you're mm-hmm. single, 
chase your dreams if you have a degree. If you don't, try to get the degree. And degrees are not everything. But, yeah, they're really not. But it's everything. a good cushion. It's a decent cushion mm-hmm. to make you know an yeah. okay living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. I love that, bro. I love, I love. That's very well said. And you know, um, it's important you know to start off young because that translates to when you when you're older and stuff. And um, our, our community needs that. Our community needs education. Our community needs influence. You mm-hmm. know. And um, it's crazy. I was, I was watching this. Uh, I was watching a Joe Budden podcast today yeah. at work, and uh, he was talking about Juice World, and um, they said some real shit, bro. They're like, man, these young kids, you know, they're um, they're so influenced by the wrong things, because mm. yeah, there's a strong influence now, social media, you know, and obviously the people you surround yourself with, you know, but they're, they're getting influenced, but they're inf- getting influenced the wrong things, like all these drugs, they think drugs is cool and all that, you know. It's up to the older people, you know, to kind of you know teach good lessons to the younger people. So when we learn these things new, I mean, young right now, mm-hmm. we're older, we can translate that to the younger generation, you know, so exactly. they don't do some stupid shit, you know, or if they go and they try to pursue good things and all that. So, you know, mm-hmm. that I, I, it got me thinking really hard about, like, man, I'm trying to be good now, so later I can be good, so I can pass it down to my younger people. It's mm-hmm. an example, man. Yeah, man. See, me, I did, I, I had my whole mentality changed for selfish reasons. And that was because I wanted, I had a personal mission to be great and I'm still on that mission mm-hmm. and I'm not going to be taken off that mission by anybody or anything. Like I know what greatness is to me in my perspective. Cause you know, I came from New York city. Mm-hmm. There's a slim chance that I was in this particular position right now. Like maybe a 0.5% chance I was in this position mm-hmm. and I'm in this position. So I'm blessed. And I got to make, you know, I got to make it worth it, at least for me, or else, you know, I'm going to see it as a personal failure. And the younger, like you were saying, Alan, the younger generation that's so easily influenced, they might not have all the, you know, the struggles that some of us had, but that doesn't mean that they shouldn't take a risk on themselves. Exactly. You know what I mean? They have, eventually they're going to have to come to a realization that life is not easy. You know, life is actually pretty damn hard and you're going to have to make something of yourself if you're going to want to succeed in this world. Exactly. You know what I mean? And you got to, you got to stay grounded. You got to find, have some type of foundation. That's the, that's the purpose. That's why I was saying. Like if you have a degree, that's some, a little foundation. Mm -hmm. And even like, even if you don't do this, the whole school thing, Mm -hmm. if you want to, you know, go into the workforce and, you know, work your way up and do that, that's cool. But it's all about in life, you just have to have a certain grounding. And that for me was my spirituality. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That that catapulted everything for me. And Mm -hmm. that's when, my life kind of changed everywhere. It was like ideas started coming to me, uh, you know, uh, the energy, the universe started coming, you know, bringing things out to me. And I was yeah. like, wow, you know, it's like, you know, universe or you want to call God or whatever you want to call, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I personally call it the most high. You know what I'm saying? Like pretty much that started bringing things in my way. And I was like, man, this is how you do it. This mm-hmm. is this is like, as long as you keep faith, you keep that energy out there that, you know, you, you keep that positive energy, things will start coming. So you have to have that like spiritual grounding or the, you know, a certain type of foundation mm-hmm. inside of you, yeah. you know, in order to, you know, through because if you do entrepreneurship, it's horrible. I'm not gonna lie to you. It sucks. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's beautiful when you start making money, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it sucks even more when you're making money because mm-hmm. it, the demand is even higher. Yeah. So right now, when you're not making money, it's a lot of work. Imagine when you actually start making money when you have like a hundred thousand users, two hundred thousand users, two million users using your, using your thing, and Facebook goes down today. Everybody's tweeting about your stuff. Your stock goes down. It's like everything's like whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So definitely, guys. So so easy. entrepreneurship is not that easy. Um, and sorry, Nick, I know, I know you were going to get to something right no, now. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Bro. I know entrepreneurship, you said, is not easy. So throughout the process, it doesn't make you happy, mm-hmm. you know. And even when you achieve what you want to achieve, it's still not making you happy because you got to pay for more things. You, yeah, you got to hire demand and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then why should people do it then? Why should people do it? It's because it depends on what you want out of it, man. If you want to make money, then just go get a job. I want to change the world. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Bruh. I'm one of those arrogant. I'm not gonna say arrogant. I'm very confident mm-hmm. in what I can do in my ability because I, I I feel like I defied so many odds, man. I feel like I defied so many things, and I feel like everybody that I used to hang out with, most of them never even made it to college. A lot of them, you know, what I'm saying like mm-hmm. I have a few friends of mine who you know that were in school that kind of made it, but most people didn't make it to college in the first place. Um, my 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 best friends, my cousins, like you know, what I'm saying they never got even close to it. So mm-hmm. it's like. I'm a person who defied the odds of certain things, especially the way I was moving certain times. So it was mm-hmm. like, it 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 was, <laughs> it was it was that it was like meant to be. So I feel like you know when you get to a certain way and you've seen the bottom and you see like man, there is a different way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have to go and tell people there's a different way. I don't say you have to go live back into the hood or you know what I'm saying. You just have to go back and give the game mm-hmm. back to people. At yeah. the end of the day, just give the game back to people. But mm-hmm. I, I absolutely. Loved that quote, bro. Yeah, bro. That you just said right now. Shows powerful. Because bro. because 
you said, yo, you started off, if you just want money, go get a job. Mm-hmm. It ain't all about money. <laughs> yeah. It's not all it's about, not about making money, money mm-hmm. yo. And you just hit the nail right in the coffin, bro. Like, so yeah. salute to you for that. But that was one of the best answers I've received with that question I've ever, like, I've, I've ever, ever heard. Yeah, Personally, bro. Yeah, bro. I just want to make that comment. Yeah. Appreciate it. You need, you definitely need a higher purpose if you want to be an entrepreneur. Because you're gonna it's get a, it's knocked a pur- down. It's a purpose. Because yeah. yeah, I always tell people like, if you want to make money, bro, like everybody wants money, but mm-hmm. what, what, are, what are you doing? What, are, what, are, what are you influencing? Yeah. What are you, exactly. you know, like influence mm-hmm. something, you know, mm-hmm. like do something good. Exactly. You know what I mean? And yeah, I fuck with that, bro. Yeah, man. This entrepreneurship is a beautiful thing, and mm-hmm. I feel like it empowers you to, you know, help the next person. If mm-hmm. you know, we can have more people into our community. Honestly, it's a purpose. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Honestly, why I keep doing entrepreneurship and why I have to continue Valley until it actually pops because it's a good idea. Number one, it can actually do something, and I have actually people that want to invest into it. Actually, I'm meeting with a guy, one of my mentors who's working with me. Actually, tomorrow, um, I've been working with him for the past, you know, few months. He actually used to run Boeing's. Uh, he was used to be the CEO of Boeing Venture Capital Fund. You know, Boeing the yeah the, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So he was running them a two hundred million dollar fun he used to run um, and I met him through the school awesome. <laughs> he retired you know just being FGC that's why I say FGCU Southwest Florida area is such a beautiful area because mm-hmm. it, there's so much growth here mm-hmm. and there's so many people who just have money that retired here they're mm-hmm. like I don't want to stay at home all day. Yeah. You know, I don't want to help. I want to still do things. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I just don't want to be the main person doing things yeah. that I was doing before. I want to yeah. do my own thing. I want to still be able to live life. Mm-hmm. I'm retired, mm-hmm. but I still would want some mailbox money, just like Nipsey used to say. <laughs> I just want some mailbox money. I you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to Nip. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. So I, I just feel like at the end of the day, it's like Southwest Florida is a beautiful area to, to start something up in. Mm-hmm. So it's like the entrepreneurship, take the risk because, you know, now that I'm meeting all these, you know, uh, uh, you know, obviously predominantly white individuals. Yeah. Obviously, they have more money, definitely, that how it works. You know what I'm saying? But now that my mentor, the guy I'm working with right now, who's going to do it, he's black. I'm like, oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. different. It's yeah. different. It hits different. You know, not to different. make it a race situation, but it's different. It gives you a different perspective. Like, yeah. oh, you know, there's people who are actually doing this. Now mm-hmm. it kind of motivates you to keep moving. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not to say, you know, white people can't help you to motivate, but it's like when you see somebody that looks like you, Bro. it's like, oh, okay, it, it, it's possible. It goes back to, it goes, it <laughs> goes, yeah, it goes back to like a previous episode where I was talking about how role models is so important. Like, especially role models that look like you. Yeah. Like, to have someone that is, you know, being successful and thriving, who looks like you, bro, like that gives you something to aspire to be exactly. outside of, you know, like a celebrity or, or something like that, or mm-hmm. like an athlete, like where everybody it wants to have as a role model. Mm-hmm. You don't really have like a regular, you know, business head as a as a role model because they're not really out in the media and the flashing mm-hmm. lights all the time. You know what exactly. I mean? They're, they're in, the, in the trenches, you know, doing the work. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard for you to see them doing that work. Exactly. But when they come back to the community, like you were saying, mm-hmm. and they show face and they show Oh, hey, this is a better life, you know, this is a better way of doing things. Oh, boom, now you inspired a whole generation exactly. of people you didn't even think so. That That's, how I feel, That's how I feel, man. Yo, but Stone, Stone Cold is my role model. I don't look like him. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin is your role model, bro? <laughs> you kind of look like him a little bit, bro. Just, just shave your hair, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just wanted to say one more thing on that is that if you ever make it, guys, just make sure you stick to your morals, man. Don't give, don't, don't sell out. Yeah, stick to man. your morals. Stick to your morals. Especially for our community, you know, the Hispanic, you know, the, 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 the black community, the Caribbean community, whatever you want to consider yourself. You know, whatever, maybe Native Americans, stick to your morals, stick to your morals, stick to your because if you sit, you sell out, man, you do nothing for the. You do nothing for the people. Mm-hmm. You know, what you just did was just for yourself, and that's selfish. And, you know, that's just say, stay grounded, stick to your morals. Yeah, man, absolutely. And it goes back to what we were talking about before about building and taking that risk on yourself. Because what you're building is you're building your morals, you're building your values, mm-hmm. you know, because those are going to be tested as you grow. Um, and one more thing I wanted to say before we wrap up is basically, I kind of lost my thought already, but um, back to the benefits of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. One of the major benefits of being an entrepreneur is you're consistently learning something new. Wow. That's ridiculous. Yep. That's, that's every day. And, every and day. It's, it's not just simple things. It's processes of how to do things that you're mm-hmm. learning. And like that, you think about it. When you're in class, you, you have to learn processes step by step. When you're outside of class as an entrepreneur, now you're learning processes in a whole like spectrum of, of ways. Like, okay, now I got to get this done and get this done and get this done, but I need to do it like two days from now, like two days uh, later. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, I'm sure no, you want to say no, something? I'll say, um, no, nah, yeah, yeah. That, that was very well said, bro. It was and not well said, but I appreciate <laughs> it. I was stumbling over my I thoughts. How was, was, was that well said? Bro. Oh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I, I, thought, no, I thought it was good. I was good. Yeah. 
Nah, but um, I'll say, yeah, bro. Honestly, bro, what you're doing right now for Southwest Florida, you know, um, it's good. No, it's not more than good. It's it's a, it's amazing, bro. Yeah, yeah you're, you're providing convenience, you know, for um students. You know, obviously they do. Oh yeah, let me just find a parking spot. But that could translate to getting to class on time. That could translate to getting class on time and sitting in the front row. That can translate to exactly. getting on class on time, sitting in the front row, and getting good grades. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know, exactly, so it's like, you're, it's like the domino effect of what you're creating domino. right now, you mm-hmm. know? And that's what that's why I'm so excited mm-hmm. for you, bro. Mm-hmm. And we're we're excited, you know, to bring you on mm-hmm. so you can yeah, showcase man. this, yeah, the man. valet, you know? Appreciate because that. honestly, bro, like, this mm-hmm. would be something I utilize so much because sometimes I get to class, late, like... A lot, a lot of times, bro. Mm-hmm. G shit. I work on Hispanic time. You know what I mean? <laughs> G shit. So like, but what you're doing now, bro, is it's it's a game changer, bro. And yeah. it could low key, little by little, influence people to you know not be slackers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Try. I just want people, you know, who look like me to see that it's possible. Mm-hmm. You know, because everybody who's in the tech game that's making money usually is white. Or usually Asian, or usually Indian. You know what I'm saying? It's I was just waiting like, for that one. There's was, was a lot. That's those three. Those are three demographics right over there. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, let's let's get some different, you know, different people looking at it so people can have some hope. Is that it? this is like the new gold rush. This tech mm-hmm. thing is a new mm-hmm. gold rush. If you can learn a skill or a trade in tech, honestly, just go to udemy.com. I'm giving people the game right now. Go to udemy.com. U D E my.com. They sell courses for the low all the time. Learn how to develop mobile applications real quick on Python or AWS or learn AWS, you know, to start using server information, you know, or learn, you know, um, network security, cybersecurity. Right now, if you can get a cybersecurity job right now, if you learn cybersecurity, get certified in like some type of cybersecurity, right now you could probably start a job. Like if you got like a certain level of cybersecurity, you could probably start a job at like, you know, 60,000, 70,000 just doing cybersecurity. You didn't have to go to college. All you had to do was just learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's that easy. You can learn how to do it in a year. You can mm-hmm. learn how to do it in two years instead of going to college and mm-hmm. then you come out making a job making 70 grand already mm-hmm. in two years as opposed to going to a four-year university and learning about Shakespeare when you're never going to talk about Shakespeare again unless mm-hmm. you're making a joke and when you're drunk. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Bro, I have, yeah. a bu- I have a buddy of mine who's a CTO of a software company and one of the things he told me was that he doesn't even really look for people like uh, people who have degrees oh. because when you have a degree, you kind of, you know... He he says that a lot of the people who have degrees, in his opinion, that he meets, they're kind of like, you know, have their own process of doing things mm-hmm. versus if you learn it on your own, mm-hmm. you know, you, you get a more diverse uh, perspective of how to do things, exactly. you know, because you, you got to fail and you, you figure yeah. once you fail, you figure out a new way of doing mm-hmm. it. And if mm-hmm. that doesn't work, you fail again exactly. and you figure out a new way of doing exactly. it. Exactly. So, and and oh. that whole aspect of pivoting, you know, uh, Kind of contributes to the whole, you know, spectrum of growth that you need mm. to have, and especially in, in the tech community. Exactly, because things could change like Instant that instantly. In the tech community, you so you I mean? got to stay up to date, and you can make some money. Honestly, I tell you, I encourage everybody learn a skill or trade in the tech community, mm-hmm. and you can make some money right now. If you don't want to go to college, and you're like, I don't want to do this, but mm-hmm. I want a job making some money. If you like to be on the internet all day, then just be on the internet learning something so you can make some money. Exactly. <laughs> if, you like, if you like watching YouTube yeah. videos every day, just watch, watch YouTube videos. videos. That's uh, going to teach you how to do something ex- so you can make some money. Exactly. <laughs> like, if you want to do something like that, it's that. And, you know, that's the educational system that's actually messing it up. What your friend was saying was that, you know, like for me, when I was looking for developers, mm-hmm. you know how they say go to your university, try to find, you know, your developer like that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. Every developer I was meeting was very mediocre as far as like at the university because they didn't know anything. It's curriculum wasn't teaching them things that were, they were teaching them things that were outdated. Yeah. You know saying technology changes so fast like you say right Mm -hmm. that's why i was just trying to piggyback on that because technology changes so fast Mm -hmm. you don't don't depend on your university to -hmm. teach you what they you know you want to learn Mm -hmm. you want to be able to you know go out there and have that self-drive self-motivation please do it Mm -hmm. because it's going to pay off Mm -hmm. in so much different Mm -hmm. ways is is the app free the app is free App is free. You don't have to pay anything to do the app. All you have to do is just make sure you put your information in. Mm-hmm. Um, once you put your information, go to your verification link um, on your email. Click verify it at the end of that. Make sure you go to your account, enter your information. So we work with Stripe as far as a Stripe Connect, uh, as far as to administer payouts for marketplaces. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're familiar with Stripe payment processing, are you guys familiar with Stripe at all? Stripe's payment processing. I've heard of it. They're I've, a really yeah. big um, payment processor right now. Probably the number one payment processor out here right now. You know, PayPal kind of died off, but they're still around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but Stripe is probably number one after them right now. Um, if, as far as notability. Um, but Stripe is a great payment processor and it allows us to basically um, um, c- conduct a marketplace um, without us having to actually sit there and administer payouts <laughs> manually. <laughs> yeah. um, so it kind of does this automated system, um, which is a great thing. 
Um, so you have to enter that information in. So Stripe is a very secure thing. So don't mm-hmm. f- the reason why I gave you all this information is because Stripe, you have to enter certain information for Stripe in order to verify your account. Um, and please enter the correct information because they will let us know if it's wrong. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> and then I have to go through a whole God, process of contacting them to do it, please. Is, is that, um, yeah, is banking, it, is it, is it only available for uh, Florida Gulf Coast University It's available any, anywhere. Anywhere at any time. Anytime, anywhere. If you want to do it outside right here of, of, of the studio EQ, right yeah. now, EQ Studio right now, if you want to do it outside of EQ Studio, yeah, shameless plug. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to do it outside this beautiful studio right here, you can do it right now if it was just the demand. It's all about understanding what the demand is. And this is what the beautiful part of the app is. Mm-hmm. It's Bro, all about demand. Yes. Yeah. If you go to a football oh game right God. now mm-hmm. and you're like, you know, I'm going to this football game. They say the app is notable like that. You can actually sell a parking spot. So it's like me, it's like, listen, we're helping each other yeah. make money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, if you have a parking spot, you're going there anyway. Might as well start selling it and make some money off yeah. of it and letting people know, hey, download this app so when you get on that, you can find a parking spot or download this app in order so you can, you know, start making money off of it. That. It's and all you know about the community marina drinks of it. are expensive as fuck. Exactly. So you might as well get some money back. Exactly. Get some of that money back. Exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> just, just, just real quick, Nick, before you get to the toast. Um, mm-hmm. So, how do you go about marketing? Because obviously, you want to spread this out to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, how, what's question. the marketing strategy? Because I feel like marketing for startup businesses are like its biggest. Um, one of its biggest adversities, mm-hmm. you know. So how do you go about marketing your brand? I would say going about marketing. I'm um, trying to figure that out as we speak. Um, I'm definitely digital marketing, but at the same time, it's like digital marketing is not going to be the number one effective tool in order to get to the students. Students have to. I feel like I get more conversions, more signups when I'm in front of a class, telling the class, "Hey, you guys, this is what I'm doing." A presentation. Then you know, it's like five, ten people in the class sign up on the spot, mm-hmm. and it's like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? And a couple people follow my Instagram account or my Twitter account, and it's like, all right, that's it's working. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like that. I see better conversion rates off of those mm-hmm. um, um, as opposed to digital marketing because nobody's really looking at that. They're kind of swiping through that unless you have something that's capturing attention. Mm-hmm. And that's when you have to think about the algorithms of how you can actually, you know, capture people's attention. I, there's a reason why all the Instagram videos as far as ads of marketing and certain things like that are like 15 seconds. Like all ads are like 15 seconds now. Right. You see all digital yep. ads like yeah. YouTube, yep. 15 yeah. seconds, 10 seconds, 5 mm-hmm. seconds. They have to figure out how to say the quickest amount, of, the most amount of information in the shortest amount of time because people's attention spans are so low at this point that they <laughs> understand yeah. that they have to market different. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So sure. it's like, I don't want you to hate me for giving you this long marketing video because mm-hmm. I want you to buy my stuff. So I just want to let you know that, you know, McDonald's fries are half off right now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, <laughs> which, <laughs> public which subs ha- are $5.99, go get it. You, you know should. what I'm saying? Like it's something like that. So that's why you have to think about the marketing strategy and yeah. understand what's going on with yeah. the times, right? Trust then, me, I know, bro. Exactly. I know. I work in the marketing field, bro. That's shit, I do that shit every day. That's exactly. Shit, to craft the perfect message. Words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Uh, we definitely appreciate those words of wisdom. Mm-hmm. I know our, our listeners do, too. So mm-hmm. I want to get to our toast. You know we do a tradition every time uh, yes. we record an episode. Exactly. We ask our uh, guests to give a toast to Southwest Florida. So we're going to ask you the same thing. Mm-hmm. If you were to give a toast to Southwest Florida, what would you want that toast to be? If I were to give a toast to Southwest Florida, what would that toast to be? I'll be I'll give a toast to community. Um, and I say that because right now I'm residing in Miami. I'm based out of Miami right now. Um, and I'm about to move back to Southwest Florida because the community in Miami, as far as the startup community, is not as um, um I would say helpful as the Southwest Florida community. The mm-hmm. Miami community is obviously already established. Southwest Florida's community is already is trying to grow, trying to build. So mm-hmm. it's like if you're an entrepreneur in this time and you have something of value that you can add to this community, you can make something of yourself, make an impact. It definitely, you can do that in Southwest Florida. And it's not a lot of places where you can do that and build yourself up. A lot of kids that have GCU or, you know what I'm saying, come out of universities, um, or especially for the Gulf Coast University, making like $50,000 working at Gartner or something like that, $40,000 working at Gartner, or, you know what I'm saying? We're, and it's like that's a beautiful thing, you know what I'm saying? You just work, you just get out of school, you go from like a five, ten dollar hour, you know, gig. Now you're making forty bands. It's, a, it's like ah, yes, and I'm still yeah. living, you know, my you know uh, student housing kind of thing. Yeah, that really yeah, changed. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like nice. I can rack up some money right now. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's a beautiful thing, but the opportunity in Southwest Florida is great because mm-hmm. people are coming here with businesses and they need the younger people in order to work here. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend everybody if you're a young professional, mm-hmm. start making your way towards Southwest Florida because it's a growing community. There's so much things mm-hmm. that are being here. So I would toast to the innovation and I'll toast to the community to Southwest Florida because that community aspect is the only reason I was able to grow and do this by myself so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a one-man team, you know what I'm saying? I contract somebody yeah. out in order to do the development. I'm a mm-hmm. one-man team, but the mm-hmm. only way I can do that is because I have so many great mentors from Florida Gulf Coast and that Florida Gulf Coast got from the Southwest Florida community. Yeah. And now at this point, it's like, 
2020, we're trying to take it to new heights. So mm-hmm. toast to Southwest Florida for that. <laughs> so toast to community, toast mm-hmm. to innovation, and toast to Southwest Florida. Toast to Southwest Florida. I love it, man. Will drive two hours from Miami, as he stated. He also got his gifts, got a free shirt. Yeah, man, that stickers, merch. Got yeah. a business card, got a pen. Um, got a card holder. Card holder. Also, that's the merchandise we're marketing. Shit, bro. Uh, we'll, post, marketing we'll, we'll post videos. Uh, on our story or some pictures of what he got us, man. <laughs> As we always say, we always appreciate the gifts. You know, um, it's it's an exciting it's an exciting thing, man. Tell our listeners where they can follow you. Oh, you can follow me personally. Actually, you don't even need to follow me personally. Just follow <laughs> the page. It's Park Valet Today on uh, Twitter and Instagram. So it's P A R K V A L A T O D A Y on Instagram. And Twitter, so you can follow them. And if you feel like following me, it's Chill Will nineteen fourteen on um, Instagram um, and Will A Buno at uh, on Twitter. So definitely, guys, if you would like to follow me, if you have any questions as all far as information is of how to start your own business using the Lean Startup method, um, not using your own money because that's what I did. I started a business without using my own money. I used the school's money. So at this one, it's like if you want to learn how to do something like that. I'm not a pro at raising money, but I've raised some money. So mm-hmm. if you want some advice, I can give you whatever I got, and I'm always giving it. For for free um, to, uh, you know, we'll talk, you know, to us, to us, to us. To Will A. Buno, y'all. Will A. Buno. Follow him. Follow Park Valley. And Dalo Valley on the App Store. V-A-L-A on the Valley App Store, guys. On the Valley. Oh, no. I said Valley App Store. I'm sorry. On the <laughs> iOS App Store. We don't have an Android application yet, but we're working on it. And if you mm-hmm. have any developers out there that are interested in working on this marketplace, we're also hiring people. We're developing our team. If you want some equity in this company, you want to own a part of this, let me know, man. We're trying to get some money. We're mm-hmm. trying to get some talent. Let's get it going. Yo, you already know. It will change your life because you'll be always on time to your events or get at there at the time you are um you desire to. And you'll be and stress free too. My dog will. You yeah. make money. Yeah. Another ep- that. The number one thing is you make money. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another episode in the books, right, Alan? Yeah. Episode nine, man. Can't wait to release this one. You know, you everybody, everybody that's listening, follow us on Instagram at Toast to the Good Fellas. Uh, you can email us at Toast to the Good Fellas. We're always looking for a new guest here in Southwest Florida. Or if you're not from Southwest Florida and you live in Miami and you want to drive two hours to come be on our podcast, please do. But hit us up. We want to know your story. We want to share your intellect with the Southwest Florida community and everybody in it. So, Cheers, everybody. Toast. Cheers. Toast. Toast.